Welcome to the Globig Podcast, where we talk to international expansion experts from around the world to make it faster and easier for you to take your business global. Hello, I'm your host, Anka Corbin, the founder and CEO of Globig. Today's hot topic is all about the gig economy and the impact on human resources. In part one of this two-part series, we'll explore what the gig economy is and how it impacts HR departments around the world. And then in part two, we'll dive deeper into the liability and regulatory issues that are important for companies to be aware of. Our guest today is Adam Sheffield. Adam is the president of Global PEO Services. GPS helps companies hire employees fast without having to set up legal entities in foreign jurisdictions and then they deal with the related HR, benefits, payroll, tax, and accounting issues. Adam, welcome to the Globig podcast. Well, thank you, Anke. It's great to be here. So Adam, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your personal journey for to becoming the president of, of Global PEO Services. Sure. I mean, my journey really started in the, as far as the corporate world all the way back to Oh gosh, it's been 18 years now. Back to the dot-com days is when I started my corporate experience and had lots of different kind of corporate um, responsibilities along the way. I've been at many different companies. Uh, the longest stint that I had was actually at ADP. I was the global VP of sales for ADP for North America. And that's where I really learned a lot about the challenges the companies face when they go international. Um, there definitely is not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, the economy is changing and how do companies and governments adapt to those changes. Um, and, and that brought me to become president of, of Global PEO Services. We truly help uh, companies kind of solve their human capital management challenges. And we do that through what I call their business life cycle. It could be, um, you know, they're just starting in a given country and they need to be on a PEO or an employee of record type service all the way to creating a business entity and bank accounts and filling in all the HR gaps and, and, and gaps of uh, different kind of business gaps along the way that they might have. Um, so that's really where I'm at on the professional side. On the personal side, on K, I live in Salt Lake City. I live in the mountains here. I have five kids. Yes, I did say five kids. And uh, they're a handful to say the least. Um, we do enjoy the mountains. We enjoy skiing and, and mountain biking and pretty much all things outdoors. So that's a little bit about myself. That sounds familiar. We do that too. We're mountain folk also. I love that. Excellent. Well, welcome again. So sounds like, I mean, you've definitely been working with corporations and HR management companies mm -hmm. for quite a while. And one of the big things that we've seen change is really what we call the gig economy. Tell us a little bit, like, what do you consider the gig economy and, and you know, how are companies using that? Yeah, so the gig economy, you know, the term gig economy or gig employees, that's kind of a new term, um, but the concept isn't new, right? You've had contingent workers and temps um, along the way in a lot of different roles um, across the globe and in the U.S., and what's kind of unique now, though, is the different types of workers that are going into these type of arrangements. And that's kind of that new term of the gig economy and, and gig workers. What's interesting is, you know, in the U.S., um, some studies have that it's down to 34% of the workers in the U.S. actually are part of the gig economy or gig employees. 
And by 2020, 40% in the U.S. will. And, you know, the interesting thing is, too, it, it's not unique. This, this kind of movement is not unique to the U.S. We're seeing it across the globe for sure. So what is actually driving this trend? Is it because the younger generation, that's their preferred way of being employed? Or is it because there are all sorts of companies that have kind of designed their entire business model around it? I mean, what do you see as some of the key drivers? Well, I mean, that's, that's a really good question, Anke. And the way I look at it, there's really kind of four parts to that, right? I definitely think that um, the millennials, you know, the younger generation, they definitely play a part in this. They want to work when they want to work and where they want to work, and they want to work for a purpose. And, you know, this gig economy kind of allows them to do that. Um, the other kind of thing that we see is, you know, because of the global economy that's happening across the world, um, which is kind of unique to human history, where you have a kind of a rising middle class, you know, countries like India and China and Brazil, I mean, there's billions of people there that are a rising middle class. And so now you see companies are trying to expand internationally um, to be able to market to those people as well and sell their products and services for them. So that's been a big part of it. And the, the third part is I do think that the Great Recession actually had a lot to do with it. You had people that were found themselves suddenly laid off. And um, you had companies that had to realize that uh, to work with just, you know, a core group of people to work very lean. And, and I think that, you know, what's happened is during that time that people learned how to work kind of outside the corporate environment and to kind of market themselves. And, and certainly, you know, companies have been able to, to apply lean practices better than they've ever been before. And so what's happened is that's kind of naturally created that. And then kind of the thing that wraps it all together, quite frankly, is technology. The technology has never been better today for companies to be able to communicate with employees, both the traditional employees, but also what I call gig employees. Um, the technology exists for people to connect the types of products and services they need and when they need it. Um, so that's really been a driving factor as far as the rise of the, the, the gig economy. So one of the things we wanted to talk about was how this new economy of, you know, how people will end up working for companies, how that actually impacts human resource departments. So how does it? <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of human resources department over my, my days. And uh, I, I have to tell you that it has been a burden. There's no doubt for human resources. And the reason why it's a couple of things, but the main reason is maybe a lot of HR departments don't necessarily have the technology to give them the visibility that they need to be able to be strategic um, as it relates to their gig employees. Um, but we're seeing that that, is start, that that trend is starting to go away, that companies are realizing this definitely is something they need to understand. Um, the, other, the other thing is where I think it is a burden on kind of the traditional employ, you know, HR department, um, they can't do it alone, right? They can't go at this alone. You know, the gig economy and gig employees, um, they, they need to bring in some outside help from time to time to be able to help them understand um, what that impacts for their business, how is the best way to go about it, um, you know, how to go about it in different countries. Um, so it has been a burden, but, you know, they'll adapt for sure. So there's the additional burden on the HR resources, and in some ways, are the, is that everything from communicating well and managing the mm -hmm. 
kind of requirements of payroll and all of those things. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and to become educated on what they need to do um, with these type of employees and how do they get their corporate corporate culture um, relayed to these gig, gig employees, because some of the gig, the gig economy isn't just, you know, a one or two kind of transaction type of thing. I mean, you can have some of these employees for years um, that, that are working with your organization. So making sure that they understand the co- company culture and how they impact, you know, kind of the purpose of the company as well. I think it's important that they can, they can communicate effectively, but also become educated in this um, kind of new environment that they find themselves in. So what are some of the tools that you've, you know, that are really out there now that can then that can help the HR departments manage this? Well, I think number one is they need to have tools that they can have visibility into their complete workforce. They need to have, understand and have people that um, realize the impact of them across your organization. Um, visibility, I think, is key. If you don't have visibility in your workforce globally or, or even in the U.S., it becomes very, very challenging. And, you know, I've seen that all the time. You know, I've had, you know, companies, I could think of a company today that, that we all know is a very prominent um, maker of different uh, handbags and things like that at a very high end. You'd be surprised at um, how little they understood of their own workforce um, internationally. They just didn't have good um, insights to who they are and where they were working. Um, it's tough to make good decisions when you don't have good visibility. Yeah, so, so that I imagine number one. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find that that the offering this way of doing business is that attracting? employees is that giving companies kind of another way to bring people in or is it something that employees want or i guess you had mentioned that some you know it's probably mixed and that sort of thing but are you seeing more and more companies offer this then as well yeah absolutely i think that some of the top talented people out there that are in the gig economy they become very valuable um, because they have a depth of experience that they bring to the table that someone that has worked in the same company for decades doesn't necessarily have uh, because they've been able to do different projects and different kind of stints along the way, different gigs along the way that have provided experience that, you know, the, the person that's been there the whole time maybe doesn't have. Um, so they become very valuable. And so, it's, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. Kind of the traditional way of the gig economy was you would have this person that would send in, you know, a video or resumes to a company and hopefully that something would bite that they might be interested in their services that they could provide in, you know, their kind of their gig environment. Um, well, now we're seeing that, you know, some of the top companies are saying, please select me, you know, gig employee, please choose me. Um, let select me to be and come work for us um, for these different projects, right? Um, we've seen companies even offer benefits to these these gig employees. Um, so they're doing a lot of different things, and, and in many aspects, right? They're trying to to win them over to eventually become their own W two employee. Um, you know that would be a great outcome for some of these companies. Oh, that's interesting. So it's almost a recruiting tool in some respects, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's a great way to find out if this person is going to work for your organization. 
that has the skill set that you're looking for and what they bring to the table, it's a great way to kind of vet them out. Um, but at the same time, it, it, it's competitive, right? It is a competitive environment for these people. And, you know, some of them make some good money as they do different gigs for different organizations because they're so valuable because of their expertise that they've been able to get. You know, I find it really, really appealing to think that, you know, this flexibility is a, a way of, you know, working for companies because I do know, especially I work with quite a few millennials when I mentor, um, especially at startups, mm -hmm. and there's just this um, resistance, if you will, of, of wanting to be inside of a corporation, um, especially for knowledge workers and creative workers, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and that, and I definitely believe that that trend is not going to stop. Um, they think that way. They want to always learn and develop, which is such a great attribute to have, quite frankly. Um, and they bring that to the table, and this environment provides them that opportunity uh, to be able to market themselves, to learn and grow, and, and not get burned out um, within a different organization, within the same organization all the time. And so it really does. Um, it is something that isn't going away, that these employees are, are here to stay and, and you know, it's, it's kind of a new world, so to speak. Absolutely. I'm really excited about it, frankly. And so your perspective and based on all the, you know, your knowledge of trends is that you don't think this is a trend or a fad. You actually think that this is something that is going to become maybe more standard and, and more of a, a common way for, you know, all of us to be working with other companies. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know there are people that think this is, you know, a fad or a trend. Um, you know, the reality of this, those same people probably thought internet was going to be a fad. Right. Uh, the reality of it is it's just not. Um, again, it, the gig economy, the kind of the, the it's kind of a new message, right? To something that's been there for a long time, um, and like I said, you have new workers type of workforce that's now entering into this, you know, contingent workforce of this gig economy, and it's not going away. It's just not. It's just too the the people become too valuable in that environment, and companies need kind of that lean kind of business model to get the people in when they need it, the talent they need it, um, and when, wherever that might be. You know, it's funny, I have a, a company, you know, one, what, what we call a unicorn, this, you know, VC-backed company that's over a billion dollars already, and, you know, they, they said to me, they said, listen, Adam, we don't care where our employees are. We don't care. Yeah, we have a great facility, it's big, and that's fantastic, but when we need talent, We'll hire them in Ireland or France or wherever the case might be. And then we try to figure out how to actually pay them. Right? Um, that is absolutely the case. Um, global workforce with the technology today, it's, it's so important. And, and they were reaching out to us because they needed to know, you know, how do we actually do this and stay in compliance in these different countries? Um, and, and, you know, that was where we were able to help them to kind of navigate that. But I mean, that just goes to show that they don't think like companies used to in the past, right? Companies used to establish themselves and think, okay, we're going to do business in this kind of area, in this country. 
Uh, now they, right when they start, they think they're a global organization. And therefore, the gig economy really plays to them and it helps them grow fast. Absolutely. So I want to make sure that we also have an opportunity to jump into, we'll go into our, um, our second part of this series. So Adam, if someone wanted to learn more about the gig economy in general and impact to HR, how do you stay informed? Like what are some things that you like to pay attention to? Obviously make sure that we want to send them to your website because I know you have a number of great resources as well, but how should, how can people get informed? Well, I think, yeah, so how do they educate themselves, right? I think that's the important piece. That's one of the key things that we need to do. Yes, our website has different supporting articles and different things such as that. And, and you know, there's things out there on the web that they can find. But I, I think, you know, there's even marketplaces today that they can go and, and look for different types of talent that fall within this gig economy that they might be able to have. You know, they, they might have a need today of a certain project and they can go into these marketplaces and look at them. But, but one of the things to be aware of, this, this gig economy is not US-based. This isn't just something that happens in the US and it's unique to the US. Um, it, it's happening internationally and globally. And it's important though, when they start to look outside the US and they look internationally, that they need to make sure that they employ the person properly, employ or contract that person properly because here you know we have a tendency to think oh we'll just put them as a 1099 that's a u.s term for a contractor um well that doesn't necessarily exist internationally right um different countries have different laws and so you need to make sure that you don't just wire money to this individual you actually might be out of compliance and and uh, you could be in a really bad spot so it's important that they reach out to to companies like ourselves that can help them kind of navigate the complexity around international employees. Well, I think it's actually much more critical internationally just because the rules and regulations are so different. So absolutely, I think that's very, very good advice. So um, that concludes part one of this two-part series where we explore the gig economy and how it impacts HR departments around the world. Stay tuned for part two, where we'll dive deeper into liability and regulatory issues, which Adam just touched on, that are really important for companies mm -hmm. to be aware of. Adam, thank you very much for being a part of well, this first podcast here. And everyone, make sure you tune in next time. Visit our website, globig.co, for your online international expansion headquarters, where you'll find an abundance of free resources training, planning tools, and introduction to vetted experts around the world.